una y dos y dos una y dos Hello and welcome to Cortez NYC live stream episode 100, Crossing Bridges with special guest The Menace. As always, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean, and also on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And obviously, now on YouTube, you can see our beautiful faces. <laughs> Um, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about um, the On My Mind Art Challenge. Mm -hmm. uh, we The turnout wasn't as big as we, you know, possibly imagined it could have been. Yeah. But, uh, but we did have two great pieces that uh, um, were contributed. Uh, we have two artists. One of them uh, we have as a guest in this episode. His name is Jimenez on Instagram. That's D-E-E -E, and the word menace. Uh, he's a photographer, he's an illustrator as well, uh, but he contributed a, a photograph for this piece. And it's actually a really cool black and white photograph, really captured the mood of the song really well. Yeah. Um, so we have an interesting conversation with him. We talk a little bit about uh, his photography, his illustration work, and we also talk about music. Yeah, we spoke about a little bit of everything, really. What happened during this pandemic and then, you know, our inspirations and everything else. So. Stay tuned for what's coming. So, uh, all right. So, Cortez NYC live stream here with Mr. D Menace. Hey, good evening. How are you guys? Good, good, man. We're good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm so glad to have you on here. I, we know each other for a long time now. It's been years that we've been online buddies. Uh, but we also know each other in person for a few years now. Also, uh, we, uh, we met, I'm sure, Way back at Five Points, you know, we were just talking about that. Actually, met you even years before that. At, remember, they used to have those courtyard parties in 47? Okay, all right, all right. Oh, you're so. bringing it way back. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. That's a whole other lifetime. I remember they mentioned they mentioned your, your tag name, and they were like, yeah, he's, he's doing a black book over there. And I just kind of like peeked over, and I was like, oh, that's you. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. You know me from back in the years, day. Yeah, 40 years ago. Woodside, newer is my old tag. Yeah. And, and you know me from back in those days. I forgot about that, man. You see, that, yeah. that happens to me. That's that, crazy. When you get to a certain age, you have yeah. different uh, decades of life, oh. of uh, identity, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow, all right, all right. Uh, like your, your name was known from from that point on. That's awesome. Like, that's awesome. it was... It was the Queen's, you were the Queen's legend. I'd say that in my opinion. <laughs> uh, that's, that's good to hear, man. Um, yeah, so we know each other for a long time, but like, uh, you know, I I had always wanted to um, have, you know, some, some more like participation with like this new album that I was doing. I wanted to have like, I always wanted to have other people interpret something for my music. Like I, I'm doing my own interpretations of what the music sounds like to me and what I think the visual should be. So that's why we decided, hey, why don't we do this contest and kind of have, you know, see yeah. if people participate. Right, to get a different point of view. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and I was so happy when you were actually interested, like when you actually showed an interest. Um, I know that I've been seeing you on Instagram, you know, doing a lot of drawing, a lot of sketching, black book kind of sketching and even rendering illustration work. Um, but I know that you also have a photography background, that you, you know, worked in photography and all that. You've done your, your, your photos. So, you know, 
I know when you asked me, could you do photos? I was like, yeah, go ahead. Like, if you come up with something interesting, I, it actually made me more curious. I was like, I, now I want to see what he's going right. to do, right? I guess my first question for you uh, is why reach for photography for this? What, why did you reach for that technique? Well, initially, I actually started with a, a sketch. I was trying to, I did the sketch first, and then I was trying to get into the digital painting of it. But I'm new to that realm. I'm actually a little new to a lot of things art-wise that I started to do again past three years on a very disciplined manner, like on a daily basis, between hour to two hours a day, every day. It's been, it's been something that I've been trying to build and trying to work towards maybe even a, a career in that, career change. Uh, unexpectedly, things happen during this situation where now I have to like look for something else. <laughs> yeah. So I started off with the sketching on that, but then the digital painting of it wasn't coming out that well. So then that's when Carla and you had the the live video, and I had asked, you know, just just you know, long shots like. What about photography? You guys <laughs> agreed with it. I was like, all right. I was like, you know what? Let me take a walk. Because yeah. photographers, that's all you do. Is you just walk and you just observe. And mm -hmm. I just happened to be crossing the, the Kosciuszko and thinking of the, the song and the theme on my mind. Mm -hmm. And just like literally sometimes things are right in front of you. Yeah. But you don't even realize it until all of a sudden it just clicks and when I just looked at this lady walking up the, the bridge way ahead of me I was like you know what like this kind of like the scene looks like very on my mind would be in my opinion you're walking alone you have your yourself and your thoughts mm -hmm. and you know you're in your own space so yeah. I just seen her and I was just like you know what I was like let me give this a shot took a yeah. few frames of that and then just kind of like it was more colored. I was playing with the color, but then I was like, you know what? Let me just do, you know, black and white. Black and white usually has a more artistic feel to it. Mm -hmm. I was I was gonna ask you that if you if yeah. you had played with the idea of color possibly or not. I, it was perfect. I I loved it. I thought I was like, yo, this is good. This yeah. Is hard. Thank you. Yeah, it was initially <laughs> color, but then I've been trying to shoot more black and white. Also, a friend of mine he shot me a link of a uh, this uh. Asian photographer, I forget his name, an older gentleman. And I just started looking at his work. And then from there, just all of a sudden, it's been like, now what? Over two months that I've been trying to like just shoot black and white frames. So I've also been trying to shoot film as well, but film is a little uh, pricey to process nowadays. Mm -hmm. Not like before, the one hour photo, you just pay like seven bucks and you're good to go. <laughs> but. Yeah, now now it's now it's like a like a fine art. Yeah, it's like that's twenty five thirty dollars a roll. It's yeah. like crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's worth it, but you have to like like I told my friend, all right, if we're gonna shoot film, like we need to stick to a theme because we can't just shoot a hundred frames that you shoot digital with no thought at all into it. Because mm -hmm. then you could just delete and whatever reshoot. Film is just that's it. Mm -hmm. Thirty six exposures. That's all you're gonna get. So you need to make those thirty six count. What do you? Uh, what kind of camera are you using? Like, let's talk. Let's talk about your your craft, your photography. What kind of camera? Oh. Are you using for something like this? Or are you just using? Or is this just an iPhone snapshot? Because you could do it with that too. Uh, yeah. Now the <laughs> iPhones. Uh, I've been using a 
a camera, a Canon T1i that was gifted to me by my father years ago. Okay. It's 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 dated, <laughs> but like a professor that I, I uh, had a course with in um, City Tech, he mentioned once it doesn't really matter the tools that you have, doesn't matter how costly they are, what matters is how you use them. Yeah. So you can like, if I can use you as an example, before you even had access to these computers, you and Danny Hastings you guys created some very iconic images right. without the advancing of these tools that you can now manipulate so easily yep. but yeah. you had your vision and your you know your point of view and it doesn't really matter the tools you have as long as you have you know this tool here really yeah. is what right. counts yeah <laughs> i mean and in, in this case it's it's uh i mean i don't i don't want to speak for you but i would imagine i would guess because i also do some photography to capture a photo like what you captured here for this image, for On My Mind, for that image, uh, you have to have the uh, an eye and also an instinct. Mm -hmm. uh, there has right. to be some sort of instinct. You, you have to kind of feel that yeah. the mood is right. You're reaching a point and then you start looking quickly in that moment, is there something I can capture until you find that next moment and say, ah, things are kind of lining up. Maybe there's something here. Yeah. Do you do you find that or? Are, I don't want to speak all, all, all the time, all yeah. the time. Even with, if I have no camera on me, that's the worst time because <laughs> I'm constant. I'm constantly observing everything around me. Like it became second nature. Once I was taught how to how to, they actually teach you how to look, how to observe. Mm -hmm. We don't really. We just go about our day to day, you know, and just don't pay attention to our surroundings. Once you're taught to actually pay attention, observe to, you know, see what's around you and look for certain things. And you can actually kind of just like frame stuff on your own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So on a day-to-day -day basis, I'm just looking. And like I said, when I was walking up that bridge that day, it just so happened, you know, I'm looking, I'm, first I'm just trying to like distract myself from just everything that's going on. So I'm just like gazing over, looking over into the city and I just happened to turn and like this lady was like, she was in front of me. So at first there was no interest in, yeah. me, you know, using her as the, the yeah. subject matter. At first, first she's in your way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, get out of my way, lady. <laughs> yeah, no, of course, you know, you want to like, keep like six feet from everybody. So yeah. I'm just like, you know, like, yeah, go right ahead, you know, ladies first. So <laughs> she gets ahead, gets ahead, you know, and I'm just like gazing over the bridge. And then, you know, I just happen to turn and I look and boom, I'm like, oh, you know what? Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, let me let me tell you that the... The image, I mean, it speaks to me in the in that. It, it definitely echoes the the concept of the distancing, mm -hmm. uh, the her scale versus the scale of this like these long poles. Yeah. Uh, for me personally, uh, I don't know how many other people are gonna recognize it, but I recognized the bridge right away. The minute I, I saw it, I, oh, okay. I, I was like, oh, oh wow, like perfect. Like this is like even hometown for me. Like I, I felt at home with it. Um, another aspect of the photo that I loved, and I don't know if Carla, I don't know if you saw that, but like when the, a year ago when the pandemic had started, me and Carla started taking long walks. We yeah. started walking bridges. This has been a year of walking bridges for us. Yeah. Like we've been yep. walking bridges and I'm Same sure here. a lot of New Yorkers mm -hmm. have in this time walked more bridges than we ever walked. Yeah. Uh, yep. Unless back in the day, if you were bombing, you know, but like, <laughs> you know, um, and, and I think that also speaks to the time. I like that about the image was that, that I, 
identify with it. I identify with walking bridges. And I was yeah. like, yeah, we're all doing weird walks that we never did. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's a nice part of this imagery that you captured it, in my opinion. Oh, my, thank you. You know, I, I, I felt that about it. Yeah. Um, I love I love the positive and negative space. Yeah. I love the lines. I yeah, love I love the composition and the way that the the lines of the bridge kind of like almost disappear with the sunlight. Mm-hmm. It's kind it. of like interesting, kind of like a hope kind of message in a way, <laughs> in a black and white world. Yeah, you have the, the lady in black and white in silhouette and then just she's all of a sudden being illuminated by the sun. Yeah. Or the spotlight illuminates her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you got a little bit of the city behind her. So mm-hmm. you still can, you still have, because you could have taken this picture, let's say on the Verrazano and that had no city behind it. Mm-hmm. So you still have a little bit of the city. So you can definitely place where this is. Um, yeah, no, I love it. I, the only thing that I was just thinking is if you had thought of color, um, because, because I, you know, that's, I mean, we're living in a world of color photography and blah, blah, blah. That's, that's all. The only thing day. with color that I didn't like was that since you could see some snow there, and since this was already when the snow was like already melting, it was kind of like it looked dirty. Dirty, yeah. So yeah. Like, you know, that's why that's why I also opted to do the black. And yeah. white. Like, no. You can't see dirty snow in yeah. black. And white, really. No, good call, good call. No, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> that makes total sense. No, and I like that you picked color because I think it stands out in, in the world of color. You know, it's, it's a nice black and white. Yeah. yeah, black and white stands out. I think it's a good thing. Let's let's talk about you know your your art. I mean, so so photography, you know, definitely. Uh, you know, you've, you've spent years in photography. So let's talk about your, your visual art, your sketching and all that. Like I've seen you doing stuff in black books. I've seen you doing portraits of, of rappers and things like that. Like, what are you enjoying doing nowadays? The portraits, a yeah. lot. The portraits, um, they did start first with, um, I was invited to this collage party in uh, Lower East Side at the Delancey that a friend of mine would throw every Tuesday I know, nights. I know the collage party. Are yeah, you been? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Savior. Yeah, yeah. So he kept. I ran into him like one one night at a Biggie 20th anniversary in Brooklyn. We went to a gallery show they had there. So he told me about his collage party. He's like, "Oh, you should come through. You know, check it out. You know, come and paint." So I was like, "All right." You know, I kind of put it off because it was like me painting in front of people. Like sometimes, you know, I'd be like at work and people are, like looking at me. I'm just like, ah, I felt kind of awkward, you know. So. I was just like, all right, you know what? I finally like gave it a shot. And since that one night, actually, no, it started with um, one of his lives. He had invited me. I was like, look, I was like, can't make it tonight, but you know what? I'm going to do it from home. So I did a little pencil sketch. I've always done pencil sketches of like whatever, like piecing back then. But then I started with like portraits. I never colored any of them. So I was like, I color it. I'm gonna mess it up. Like I, I yeah, love my pencil yeah. sketches. Yeah. yeah. So like if I color, I'm just gonna ruin it. But then this <laughs> one, the first one, first one I did was um, a Rakim. I was like, you know what? I was like, I like the sketch. Came out nice. I was like, I wonder how it would look in color. I was like, you know what? Whatever. If I ruin it, I'll just do it again. Painted it with some old design markers that I had, and surprisingly, came out nice. So then after that, I was just like, you know what? I was like. Now I got to go to the collage park. So I went, yeah. got canvases, got some paint. Did I even finish that first painting? I don't think I did, but... <laughs> <laughs> you, you, were but painting, been... you were painting live at the event? Yeah. That's hard. So I, like, I, I have a hard time with that. That's a, I think I've seen you painting, but uh, airbrushing. 
I've, I've painted live at, at events and, and it's, it's, to me, it's too distracting. Like when I'm at an event, I, I get very like, I, I want to be drinking and having a good time and I, I'm not, it's hard for me to concentrate. At first it was a little, like I said, I don't feel that comfortable having all these people, especially being the first time that, I went yeah. the first time. Yeah. I went the first time, no, honestly, I went the first time to observe. Mm. So I, I went the first time to observe and I watched how like the artists were standing there and painting and people came around them and you know they're like watching them and everything. But people were like so into just the vibe and the music that you saw like these artists weren't like really bothered by it. So I was just like, all right, so then Xavier was like, Hey, you coming back? I was like, Yeah, 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 I'll come back. I think I passed on the the following week, but then the week after that, I was like, dude, I was like, all right, I'm coming through, came through. And I literally, I zoned out on the music they were playing and just whatever I was painting that night, I forget what the first painting was, but whatever I was trying to paint, because I was new to painting also, and I just, you know, gave it a try, whatever, and it didn't come out the best, but I was like, you know what, at least I got over that hurdle of yeah. you know having yeah. to paint in front of like a crowd of people. And people would like come around and just like look, you know, they'll ask you questions, whatever, and you know, it was it was a cool cool vibe and it was fun to do and I got over that and got more comfortable and then continued to go more often. That's great. No, you really threw yourself into the fire there on that one. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I've been doing that a lot lately. <laughs> Good man. Good. <laughs> With a lot of things because that's the only way I'm gonna be able to like get over it if I you know, yeah. just don't jump into it. Well, yeah. well, I'll tell you one thing. What I really like about your your sketches that I've seen, um, and and I'm I'm kind of seeing, I'm kind of looking right now. I'm looking through your Instagram. I'm, I'm kind of seeing the differences between your sketching and your painting. But um, I think your sketching it's very it's very cool because it's you can tell you can tell the person that, that the sketches look alive, which is difficult to do, especially when you do it loosely because you're you're doing it tight to the interpretation of the person, but it's still got a loose penmanship to it. I can see the pen lines, I can see the strokes, I can see the, you know, you're not trying to create the illusion of a photograph. You're still trying to make it still feel like a sketch. You have the line work in there. Um, so, but but you're capturing personality with these lines, which is always a, a, a difficult thing when you can, I've had people say, when you can make a, a, a two-dimensional, you know, bunch of lines, mm -hmm. feel like it has- Look alive. Look alive, it feels like it has character. Yeah. Like their eyes are awake, yeah. you know? You've done something. You've created magic. I, I think your sketches—you definitely capture that, um, which is oh, awesome. You. I like. Yeah, I'm trying to be a little more loose because I think personally I'm a little too refined, which is not really. I wanted to be like that at first, but now I'm trying to like get away from that. Mm -hmm. I, I think you. I think you're capturing it, man. I think you. I mean, obviously you got your own exploration to do, but I think you—that's an appeal. That, that that appeals to you know, from a visual artist perspective, like your technique, also the colors, like you play with colors a lot, you throw colors that normally you wouldn't put in a portrait. Um, yeah, I'm trying to experiment with color also. Yeah, it's very interesting. So, so I mean, yo, kudos to you on that. Like, that's looking great. If you would have given me one of those, I would have gladly had taken one of those pieces. <laughs> yeah, no, like, like the, the, the sketch was coming out it was coming out good until I, like I said, until I tried to do the digital painting. I was just like, and the funny thing was, I didn't even realize it. 
the sketch started with a skull and then I was like when I put it in the computer I was like oh snap I was like I'm using skulls like, that's Noor's freaking Noor's thing <laughs> he loves skulls <laughs> that's, that would have been a shoe in right there <laughs> um, nah but listen I, I still have it I'll work on it too and I'll, I'll pass it on yeah I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you did the uh, the photo though I think the photo was a nice touch and, and the funny thing was I remember uh, when we were I, I guess it was at the live when we were saying you know mm-hmm. Could, could somebody submit photos for an album cover concept, single cover concept? And I was like, of course, like how many single covers aren't photos? They're Our all photos. photos. Yeah. If anything, illustration is the rarity. Exactly. You know, it's more common right. than it's a photograph, right? So so I was like, yeah, absolutely. I, I was like, if somebody- Well, illustration initially picture. was the first thing people would go for for albums. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Yeah, then cameras became more yeah. available. Um, yeah. And I think mm-hmm. now illustrations are coming back because yeah. they're more available digitally. So people can do it easy, more easily. And people want to see themselves as a cartoon. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how these things revolve. Yeah. 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 Like like everything. Yeah. yeah. Everything. One, one thing becomes the hit. Mm-hmm. Give it 10 years from now. What wasn't the hit at that point? But it's, it's let's bring be. that back. Mm-hmm. Now I've interpreted music many times. Like I, I'm even now. Like even if I have nothing to do and I want to sketch or doodle, I got to put music on to kind of get my mind into something because the music yep. always triggers something. So, mm-hmm. so how did you how did you approach? What was your initial approach to like hearing a track and saying, okay, this track and saying, okay, how do I interpret it? Like, what did you? What's what's your angle to get into it? It's the 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 melody of it and the mood that it gives off. Like certain certain songs will give you like either a, a rage feeling or you know a more somber feeling. So depending on the melody of it, that thing that's that's the way it drives me to then put a mark down and see where it goes from there. Okay. Okay. Do you listen to any music when you do these portraits? All the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the time, man. If it wasn't for for music, like forget it, man. Like. I love music, dude. Like, I need to listen to that to, like, calm myself down for, like, everything or to, like, even just create or try to create something. Like, it always has to be some sort of music in the background. What kind of music are you on your playlist these days? (laughs) What kind of music are you listening to? I'm I'm all over the place. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm still trying to, like, I'm a hip-hop head to the core, but I'm trying to find, like, the new generation of hip hop, but yeah. the more the new generation that is actually still paying homage to what hip hop to me is is urban yeah. poetry. Right. So there are you know these new young poets that are out here, and you know I'm trying to find them online, and then from there feed off of that music and try to see where I can create from there. I heard I heard somebody having having a conversation about music nowadays, and people saying that now we're living in a time where all the music is out there and and music i mean that before we couldn't we couldn't get a nice variety of music now you got too much variety. Yeah. now you even have music that is catered specifically to your likes if you can find mm-hmm. it like you have music that is so specific and so niche that that it can exist in a in in, in the online uh, within genres like between genres and and yeah. creating even genreless music that you're just kind of like, I can't pinpoint where it fits. Um, we're living in like a weird time right now for Damn. music. It's not what it was. Um, so, so yeah, I think it's hard 
I can't imagine being a, a young person nowadays and or even maybe if a young person even cares about, you know, what kind of music am I into versus yeah. what you're into. The way we were when we were kids, I'd be like, nah, I'm into this. And I identify with that. I, I don't know if that exists now. I, I think it also, you go through like phases of what you listen to also. Because yeah. now I'm going back to like, I've gone back to artists that I grew up on, but wasn't knowledgeable of them. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I listen to them and like what they're saying. I'm like, why was I not listening to this back then? Before, yeah. And, it, and it's because I wasn't, I wasn't either around that type of music, mm-hmm. or that type of music wasn't exposed as much as it is. You know, they expose certain types of music now. Yeah, we, we've done a lot of like looking back at retro artists. We do a lot. Yeah, of yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of music that I've discovered in the last six, seven years that have been here for 20 years, <laughs> and I'm just finding out about it. And then I realized, oh my god, like this is great music. And I was gonna say about the new generation uh, that, um, you know, with Spotify and all that. Spotify, they create like a playlist depending on your yeah. um, the music that you listen to. So I don't know if the new generation is like into what's their music, but I know that they're into like maybe playlists and kind of like, oh, this is a playlist to work out. This is a playlist to vibe. Mm-hmm. This is a playlist to dance to. Um, so yeah, I- I'm not sure of what's the new generation view on, on music because another thing is happening is Everything is kind of like sounding the same. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's the I bad part about it. There's no yeah. variety nowadays. Yeah. Back then you had you had so many to choose from. Like I said, I grew up on certain type of music, but there was also a different type that I just wasn't exposed to. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now you have an abundance of music to mm-hmm. listen to. But you have to just you exactly. You, or, you have to be you have to be exposed to it by someone else. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, when Cypress Hill came out, nobody, especially in my neighborhood here, like the guys that I grew up with, like I played them the first Cypress Hill. They were like, what the hell is this, man? I was like, what? I was like, dude, I was like, wait till you hear this. I went to Jamaica, the Coliseum. I copped the tape. We went to the roof. We used to go to the roof and, you know, hang out on the roof. I was like, all right, you know what? Play this tape. Put that tape on. Once they heard the whole thing, like everybody was just on Cypress Hill. Yeah, yeah man. And just from there, like if, <laughs> if I wouldn't, if I wouldn't like heard about it, like around here, like they probably would be like, oh, never yeah. heard of them, you know. Because <laughs> then all of a sudden, like I started like getting curious, you know, like oh, you know, who's this, you know? And I, I'd watch like, not um, we had video music box, but do you remember uh, Flavor Videos, Bobby Simmons? No. Channel 39. No. Oh, yes, yes. Channel 39. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so he'd be playing stuff that wasn't playing on, on yeah. Video Music Box at that time. So I'd just be like, oh, all right, what's he got now? So I'd start hearing stuff from there, and then i go to whatever tape shop and just, like, cop a tape and just play with these guys, and like, oh, snap, oh, this is pretty banging, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think, I think that, that, that footwork that you were doing back then, I guess if you were that kind of person, like a uh, uh, person that's curious about new sounds, mm-hmm. you're going to dig around and, and there's plenty to dig around now online. Yeah. Um, oh, I, yeah. I, th- I think like what happens, what happens to us 
and, and this is happening now even more that we're now putting out music mm -hmm. is that we're putting music out and then we're like creating algorithms for ourselves by the, the music that we're kind of referencing and, and, and kind of finding and exploring new music. We're creating an algorithm that creates suddenly like new things on my timeline. And I'm like, oh, look at this, a new artist. And I click on it. Oh, look at this, a new artist. And now I'm, suddenly I'm seeing all these new artists where before if I was maybe working on a project about, let's say photography, all I saw was new things about photography. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Now, now I'm just, I'm completely on this algorithm and all I'm getting is new artists. Music, and, music. and every other day, it's a game that we're playing that yeah. I'm like sending her a video but like oh check this person out they just dropped a new video one, yeah. somebody we just heard about has yeah. a brand new video out so, uh, you know maybe like a small very small time person but they're out there they're independent people doing yeah. stuff and it's almost like you're your own DJ you yeah. know what I mean like, they, like they're putting it out there for you just in case this algorithm's creating it for you and then you have to take the bait and kind of say okay do I really want to hear this yeah now mm -hmm. dig further and investigate who is the artist? Yeah, go down the rabbit hole. Go down the rabbit hole, yeah. exactly. Yeah, because the streaming services, they're just putting out whatever has like huge numbers. So they're yeah, not really not promoting. Really yeah, they're not really promoting like independent artists. So we have been looking like into like SoundCloud, YouTube and things like that and found a lot of new artists with different sounds. And Bandcamp yeah, Bandcamp is really, yeah. I'll go on Bandcamp and I'll you became your own artist with your own sound. Yeah, right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, no, that that's 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 interesting. Like um, the the state of music now, and and how as artists, as visual artists, you know, we need music, and then as musicians, people making music, we need to hear new sounds. Yeah. And this year, especially, that you can't just let's say go downtown to some place and hear some new music. Exactly. Everything's online. You got to find it online. Yeah, um, everything. Uh, like so I'm for the first time. Like I said, I'm new to Zoom. I'm taking a online class, which I didn't want to at first, but I'm taking a class at um, Art Students League because I wanted to actually. Before this all happened, I attended their their student gallery exhibit, and I was just like, I walked through there, and I was like, man, I was like, I wanna. I want to take a class here. Like, I want to come to this building. I want to learn here. I want to have that energy from here. Yeah. Then this all happened. And then <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I was like, I can't even go anywhere. Yeah. But then they started offering these discounted classes online. And I was like, you know what? I was like, this is an opportunity. I was like, let me take advantage of it. So yeah. I enrolled. And I've been doing the Zoom classes from there. And, oh, that's cool. But it's still not the same. Yeah. It's not the same, like, when you go and interact. Yep. with others especially in art mm -hmm. you need to get that visual stimulation yeah. to like mm -hmm. see other people's work to like get inspired and yeah it's a weird time with everything online yeah but i guess this is <laughs> every, everything is temporary but wu-tang is forever right uh, exactly that's <laughs> <laughs> it speaking about speaking about old music man and and the 90s hip-hop and all that man like you just brought me back with the cypress hill talk like i remember when cypress hill came out and uh I had that tape, man, I, and it was a tape. It wasn't even a CD. It was a yeah. tape, and it was. And I had my old Volkswagen Golf, and I had the crazy subwoofer in the back. And, oh, nice! <laughs> and I, I remember because that thing had some serious. That trip, that tape had some serious bass, and back then everything had bass. It was always yeah. EQ'd up to have bass in it. And I remember, man, that thing used to rattle. Those, rattle! Oh, that <laughs> poor Volkswagen used to rattle, man. Like. 
you just hear everything rattling in that car, you know, oh my like God. it was hilarious. And, and I, I, that's when you know the music was good. That's when you knew it was good. <laughs> and I was thinking like, you know, nowadays that's another element about music nowadays is that, you know, we're, when even when we're making our music, you know, we're EQing it so that it sounds correct on an iPhone. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, 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 I have speakers that I, that I test them out and make sure it all sounds good here. But I'm really like my real go to like final word. The final verdict is I play it on my phone. And if it doesn't sound right on my phone, if I can't hear the bass frequencies, which you can't, you know, you have to have something in those other frequencies so that at least you still have music playing in the in that frequency area. It's just a different time for music, man. Like yeah. new generation is is, uh, is is taking in music in a different way. And, and it's creating that's also creating new genres. You know what I mean? Like uh, the genre that you talk about, Cypress Hill and that time period and the tapes and all that. You know, what we heard from our ears and those tapes like that, you can't recreate that now. Like, you Oh, would- no. And plus, with all the, the sampling laws, like you can't. Unless, <laughs> yeah. Unless if, you're P, if you're P. Diddy or Jay-Z to be able to pay off all of that. But yeah. we, we got like, it's called the golden era for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Like we got treats. Yeah. Like that's why that, that music can't. Like, I, I'm really glad that they're opening the Universal Hip Hop Museum in the Bronx because that, this is like long overdue. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's gonna be amazing to see all of the, the artifacts that they have from like the beginning of this, this music, this culture. You have the, not only the, the, cult, the music, you have the dance, you have the art. Yeah, like it's it's probably the the best thing we grew up in, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it, the thing that the funny thing is, it's just the shame that that you know, I mean, not a shame, but like, it's it's like a loss for our generation or the older generation to. It's a loss of like what we thought was so important, and that no longer is even relevant. You know, meaning the uh, the criteria that we thought was important. You know, in the music, we like, like you, like you just said, if if your speakers and your car isn't rattling, you don't have good music. You know what right. I mean? Nowadays, <laughs> how are you gonna explain it to a kid? Like he'll be like, "Why do you want your car to rattle? Like, why would you want your car to rattle?" You know. Um, but to, to them, they have other criteria. They have new criteria that matters to them. Now you have like the, the five second rule. If the music isn't good in five seconds, you ain't got music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you if you if I'm if I'm swiping through and you didn't catch me in that first five seconds, then your track is whack. <laughs> the the yeah. length of the song also because before it was supposed to be like up to four minutes then up to three minutes now they're up to like two minutes 40 seconds yeah it's it's crazy yeah, they're, they're, like what is that that's a commercial <laughs> yeah. that's a trailer that's yeah. not the song but it's because of the short attention spam of people and, like and, and also because you're fighting you're fighting in within a medium yeah and, that and, there's so many songs out there that if you want your song to be heard oh, in yeah, its true. entirety the shorter it is yeah that yeah that stuff fits in as well but also in visual art uh, is another aspect like you know you were talking about graffiti and you know the idea of walking up to a wall with the, the waft of spray paint and the ambiance of the music in the background and uh, you know the echo of your footsteps walking up to it and I mean, if you were doing a handball court, you know what I mean? You would hear other people playing handball, the, you know, the ball hitting the, bouncing right. off the walls and that echo of the slap of the hand was a rhythm and all this kind of like, it was very tribal and you would feel it as you as you were looking at the graph. And, um, you know, that kind of stuff, 
you don't have that on, online, but but there's a whole graffiti community online. There's a, mm -hmm. a humongous graffiti community online that will never oh, yeah. know that. You know, they're they're seeing this stuff online, and I, I'm I'm not a hater about it. I, I I'm fine with it, but there is a dr a different criteria for what is a new graffiti culture versus the older graffiti culture. You know, you know, like back in the day, if your if your wall got this quickly, you know, you didn't have anything good. You didn't put anything good up. Nowadays, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, you could paint and it could get this tomorrow, but you got the photo. The photo lives on. It's online. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now it's not that. Now it's how yeah, many likes really, you get. <laughs> like you said, they don't, there's no not much value in certain things. Yeah. That kind of sucks. <laughs> criteria's changed. Yeah, the criteria's changed. I mean, also back then, you knew that if a piece had a certain amount of colors and a certain amount of things, you know, you managed to pull that off with, with the limited supply that you had. Now there's so many. Now there's so many colors to choose from and all that, that yeah. it just becomes, that's irrelevant. Like if you made those color choices because you chose those colors, not because it's what was available. Mm -hmm. I, I think back in the day, I look at some of the, my old pieces and I'm like, man, why did I even choose those colors? Like that makes no sense. And I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, my early pieces, I was using baby blue with brown and orange. Like who does that? Like. <laughs> You know, baby blue, brown, <laughs> orange, and then yeah. clover green. Still like, works. Oh yeah, and I, and I had like a light pastel pink for, for dotted outline. Like, you know, and I'm like, those colors don't make any sense. But back then we ignored that because that's what we had available. So we yeah. we kind of gave leeway to that. That was a part of the criteria was that it's going to be a little right, ugly. Too. It's gonna be a little ugly. It's okay. Cause but this, this is all the Pergamons <laughs> had this week. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. And and that's that's something also that like, I think um, I guess I guess with you we're having this conversation is about generational you know art and and decades of, of being an artist and and some things that get left behind some things that move forward mm -hmm. um, we're talking about a, this conversation we're having about a, a, a difficult year yeah and how even this change in society is creating another new change yeah um, you know that a year ago criteria was different now. The criteria is different for music. Criteria is different for visual art. Like mm -hmm. you know, where where um, people are exploring new things and, yeah. and and trying to find new value in art. Um, and I think just like right now, you know, finding value and maybe taking a long walk and doing a photo shoot, mm -hmm. you know, and looking for that that golden perfect moment to take that snap, that snapshot and capture something where maybe two years ago, we didn't care. We would just keep driving by and be like, I'm not gonna take that walk. I'm lazy today, Yeah, you know? The funny thing is that before, you would think that during all of this, I probably would have been out there even more, right. but like, it was just so like, you didn't really know. So it was from, from that March 19th to that April, what was it? April 1st, I think it was, it was a Sunday. It was like 1.30 in the afternoon that the sirens stopped that I realized I mm. no longer heard the constant sirens and sirens. I was just like, with my girlfriend, I was like, you hear that? She's like, wow, I was like, I don't hear sirens. They haven't been, they haven't been passing by. Like, and from that day on, I was just like, all right, you know what? Cause you have to like stay home, mm -hmm. you know, for like the most amount of time that you could. And you do like a, a food run for like a week or two weeks. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Because you didn't know, so I I was taking my camera with me, but I wasn't shooting as much because I was just like, you know what, like I have a schedule, like I gotta go yeah. do this, go drop stuff my mom, and come back here. So I wasn't shooting much, you know. I kind of like regret it at certain times, but it's all actually here. 
<laughs> well, I, I, yeah. I, I was going to say that, that, that it's the experience, the experience yeah. is what is going to give you what you couldn't capture. I mean, it goes back to what I was saying in the beginning, that instinct, this experience is going to create a new instinct in you. You know what I mean? For the next time, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's going to, for the next opportunities that you have, not, not next time of this, but next opportunities that you have to, to really go on a shoot, your instincts are going to be wired a little different because of this, I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is for me. I, 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 I approach projects differently than I did a year ago. Uh, I'm approaching projects this, this year. I'm approaching projects a lot more aggressively and a lot more um, like uh, I'm a lot more thankful that, that uh, I have the skills that I have, the skill set that I have. Uh, I think I became more aware of the skill set that I have and, and I am more aware of the decades of investment and versatility so that in a situation like this, you know, I have things to make money with, but also things to preoccupy me, myself with, things to entertain yeah. my mind with, uh, mm -hmm. things, things to to um, to connect with others, to others with. Because mm -hmm. art is also a communication and, and that's something that yeah. this time period has reminded me yeah. is that um, you know, in isolation, uh, what good is art, right? If a tree falls in the forest, did anybody hear it, right? So if you painted an amazing painting, who gives a crap if nobody ever saw it? Yeah. Uh, but right. this year has made me realize the importance of making art that connects with people, that, that you could actually put out there and, and have people echo back at you something. Mm -hmm. um, right. and, and that the value in that, uh, the value in not just creating beautiful art that nobody ever sees, but actually creating also personal art that you share, that you open up to people and share. I think this year also taught me a little bit of that. I mean, you, yeah. you're working on your, on your I mean, lyrics. And yeah, lyrics. but I think I think my process is a little bit um, similar to the process because at the beginning I was kind of like taking my time and I didn't know what was going to happen so I wasn't feeling that inspired and I was just kind of like uh, like my mind was not able to focus because I needed to work right. from home a job that mm -hmm. is not supposed to be working from home so I didn't know what was going to be the future of my uh, day job I didn't know um, I knew that I needed to take advantage of the time I had at home but I didn't know how and then when the summer came, we were able to, we felt more comfortable going out. I mean, the weather also helped and we were taking photos and we were feeling more creative. And then like all of the sudden, it was like a, I don't know, like hope. And like you're alive again. Yeah. yeah you're, you're out, you're out, you're finally out. Yeah. I felt what, you, like- Your sense of hope. Exactly, yeah. So I felt that, I mean, then, you know, I started working again and everything, but then I think that was like my focus to say, okay, I need to start working on my album, like focusing on that because this is the time. Like if, if we don't do right. it now, like we're not gonna do it ever. Yeah, that, that's what I said, I told a lot of people, like we got, you know, unfortunate experience that we had to, we have to all like go through, mm -hmm. but we also got an opportunity of a break, yeah. in a sense. Yeah. When you normally don't have, you always say like, you know, only if I had more time, you know, I, you know, I do this, I, I do that. You were given the opportunity, like I said, in this unfortunate matter, but to have allotted that time, mm -hmm. to actually dedicate to something that you didn't have time to do for yeah. do before. Yeah, and also put into perspective the time that I was spending, like at my job, what I'm doing at my job, and then coming back home, 
kind of like spark that energy and keep going and keep working in in my personal um, projects because if not, it will never happen. Um, yeah. So yeah, it has been a process, but you know, I, yeah, we're working in my new album, so that's yeah. Congrats! <laughs> thank you. Good um, stuff, guys. Thank you, thank you. So so uh, D, where can people find you? Uh, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Besides your home. <laughs> <laughs> By my desk. <laughs> uh, uh, right now, I'm I'm trying to get a Squarespace set up. Nice. Once I have a, a good amount of work that I feel, I always felt this certain way that if I didn't like something that I'm working on, like no one's gonna see it. <laughs> <laughs> so so if, if I don't like it, you know, I'm not gonna like put it up there. So I'm just trying to like find, now I'm not really that picky about things because I'm trying to explore more, more avenues in a creative way. So once I have a, a good amount of, of work, I'm gonna set up that, that Squarespace. But for now, I'm on, uh, I'm on Instagram, D-Menace. All right. Okay, cool. And, uh, and what are you gonna do with that gift card? What are you gonna get, more pens? Well, I've been doing some uh, gouache <laughs> painting, nice. watercolor. Nice. So the, the gouache that I have is kind of like, like two tubes already dried up. And I'm like, I just <laughs> bought this. Like, how's this thing freaking dried up already? <laughs> So I'm probably gonna get some better quality wash. All right, all right, cool. <laughs> and awesome. thank you guys very much right. for that. So, thank you, thank you for participating. No, we appreciate it. So Dean, thank you, thank you uh, for being a guest here on the show. And oh, uh, uh, thank you, thank you, Carla. Thank you. Keep going, man. We'll talk again soon. All right, be safe, guys. Well, that's another episode in the bag. That is. Uh, that was that was really cool. That was a lot of fun. Um, that was a nice conversation. We could have been talking with him for hours. Yeah, yeah. We could have yeah. talked for another two hours easily. Yep. Um, but uh, but that was a good conversation. Uh, I really hadn't really had that much. Uh, didn't know that much about him and, and his work. Mm -hmm. um, so that was good. It was actually good to connect with him that way. Yeah. Um, and next episode, hopefully, we're gonna have the other artist. Yeah. Uh, who contributed an illustration. Yeah, it came out really good. Too. Very cool illustration. Yeah. Also a different perspective on this yeah. uh, song. But uh, just just as valid, contributed a, a whole different angle, but I loved it. I thought it was a really cool piece as well. Mm -hmm. um, and then you guys, you know, uh, you if you are not familiar with the song, On My Mind, go check it out on Spotify, On My Mind, Cortez NYC, with vocals it's, from uh, Carla de Puerto Rico. Yes. It's also on YouTube, uh, Deezer, Amazon Music, Apple Music, iTunes. It's everywhere. So <laughs> just search Courts NYC and, on my mind. And it's going to be right here right now. Yes. Check it out.